Welcome to episode two of Trip Tease. This is Leah Vincent, and I have two guests joining me today. Joe, who is a member of our team with Vincent Vacations, and Jamie. Thanks for joining us today, Jamie. We found Jamie on TikTok. Thank you for having me. So today's going to be all about cruising, and there are so many unique themed cruises. So we're going to talk specifically about themed cruising, and Jamie just got off ship rocked with carnival cruise um jamie tell us all about it what number cruise was this is as your first cruise or have you cruised before so this was my third cruise i only cruise with ship rocked which is a charter through carnival um, uh-huh. usually in january or february every year it's just a whole music festival on a boat it's like rock metal it's kind of the only cruise i will do i don't really i'm not a big <laughs> cruiser but it's just fun time and Jamie, where does the ship leave from? Um, it varies. My first cruise was out of Galveston, Texas. Last year was Port Canaveral in Florida. This year was Miami. And next year will be Miami too. Okay, that's awesome. And was there a specific band and that's why you're doing it or you're signing up and you know nothing in advance? <laughs> I sign up with nothing in advance. My first year, um, it was actually um, in 2022. So COVID was still a thing. It didn't uh-huh. sell out. So I saw my favorite band was playing it, and then I was able to book after they announced all the bands. Now, because, you know, COVID's not as big of an impact on traveling, you sign up before the bands get announced, (laughs) and it it sells out within, I would say, three days. Um, They do, like, a ranking system. So depending on how many cruises you've been on prior, you kind of get an earlier booking token. Usually by the time that all the previous cruisers are booked, it's sold. Wow. What a, what a great marketing tactic they have going on right now. The music um, doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Really doesn't. Okay. So tell us, um, was there any drama on the ship? Ooh, what kind, what kind of drama? <laughs> I mean, just any good stories. I'm totally game uh, for any well, kind of, like anything. Well, I mean, it is, it is crazy. There's a lot of stories. I would say, you know, the best way to describe it is you get, I don't know, like 3,000 metalheads on a boat. (laughs) So much alcohol. Mind you, there is no drink package available because it's a charter. So we're all paying or some of us sneaking alcohol, unfortunately. And it's just, it's crazy. It's just a week long of just partying. I will tell you, karaoke for this cruise, I don't know about other cruises, starts at midnight. So we do karaoke midnight to... Sometimes three, four in the morning, I've been there. You know, it's just, it's a lot. Like, there's no like bad drama. I would just say the outfits people wear, what people get up to on this cruise, you know, it's, you got to make sure sometimes you don't tag people in pictures on Facebook because I see some of these guys in like little Speedos. And (laughs) it's just fun. Like I said, it is a week long party. So there's really no specific drama or any like, Uh crazy story and a lot of us don't really remember towards the end yeah. of it but How's your liver uh, <laughs> it's rough i will tell you uh which i'm sure we're gonna get into you know what happened um this prior cruising we had a credit so i made sure to use that credit very wisely on fish bowls so i was drinking okay. fish okay. bowls all week it's a lot it, it's a lot of drinking uh, but you know, it's worth it. It really is. It's worth it. So tell us how you got the credit. So the credit was because um, in Jamaica, (laughs) 
<laughs> so we actually, to start it off, we had some itinerary changes. We were supposed to do Bimini first, and then I think it was Jamaica and Grand Cayman. But the weather we saw in the forecast was not good in Bimini. So we decided to go straight to Jamaica first. So we had a sea day and then Jamaica. The weather seemed fine with us pulling in. Um, it was very rocky. I will tell you, approaching it, I, I got seasick the night before. It was It was rough, but we were docked. So we didn't really feel it, but the wind was bad. And then, you know, we all got off. I say my group, we got off probably around 9 a.m. And at that point, even they had the uh, gangway open for about 15 minutes at a time because it was so um, rocky that you can see there's other TikToks, actually, that people are posting of the gangway going up in the air from how much the boat was moving. So we'd have to let a couple people off. Then they would reposition it. A couple more people got off. Um, so, of course, you know, I ended up getting off and I enjoyed Jamaica, you know, I just hung out on the beach. Uh, we went to Margaritaville, they had a beach, but we could see there was definitely a storm coming in. And then I would say it had to have been like around one o'clock. We get a, I think it was through, we got an email. And then I think through the Shiprocked app, because we also do have an app. It's a little bit different than the carnival one uh-huh. that notifies us that they were closing the gangway. Nobody else was getting off the boat. Nobody was getting on the boat. It was just too dangerous, which obviously I respect that. And then very shortly after, and like I said, one o'clock is just an estimate. I did have international on my phone, but the service wasn't great. So I was getting these messages out of delay. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get a text. It was a text, an email, and I guess through the app as well, basically saying that there was an accident and the ship collided with the pier. Um, (laughs) So... We didn't really know how to take that. And I did have some friends that were stuck on the boat, which was equally as crazy for them, as I will say, um, because it struck. And then they had all the crew muster, um, which is, you know, go to the life raft stations. I don't think the passengers, but they had to have all the crew assembled. So Uh there was crew with their little life jackets on. Oh, my goodness. So I, like I said, I didn't know. I saw all this after we also have, we have a Shiprocks family Facebook page. So I'm seeing all these posts, you know, slowly roll in with whatever service I had, but I'm still on the island. So I didn't, you know, firsthand know how bad it was, but we basically just, we hung out on the island for a bit. Um, the weather was atrocious by then. Rain, wind, you know, it got really bad. And like I said, I was, I didn't have too much worry. So I, I went to the little uh, duty free and me and you my group. too much worry because of the fishbowl drinks. Yeah. You know, we were, we were passing, we were passing some rum bottles around and you know, eventually, <laughs> eventually we were, um, we got a email saying that they were going to provide lunch for us at something called the Laughing Waters Villa, which okay. we did not know what it was. So they basically bust us all to a villa with even worse internet service, no cell phone, <laughs> which was a little scary because I'm not familiar with Jamaica. And it was about, I would say a mile or two from the whole port area because uh-huh. there's, um, it was like the port area and there's two different boat docks. And okay. I don't know what ship was there, but there was another ship there that was docked, um, which had no incident. So we saw that ship. We saw everybody getting on their ship that didn't collide with the pier and we're um, on our way to a villa. And we were at the villa for a couple hours, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, I was pretty intoxicated. So my timing <laughs> is not the best. It's okay. but it was it was rough. I mean, there was not really food provided. We passed around buckets of KFC. They were able to bring us. Did you know that the KFC in Montego Bay is the busiest KFC in the world? Really? I mean, people, like when you get on the plane from K- 
when like in Jamaica, people are like curing their bucket of chicken because it has they have different recipes and stuff for Jamaica. So I think that's a win if you got KFC in Jamaica. I mean, it has to be. So we were in <laughs> We were a little bit off. We were farther from Montego. We were in Ocho Rios, which they had a KFC there too. And (laughs) I will say it was very good, but I was also starving. So my meter, my meter for good food was off. I was just happy to have anything Um, that I would say we got our KFC at that point, probably around seven o'clock. We were supposed to be back on the boat at three. We were still on the island at seven. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was it was a long day. Um, I know some people ended up staying at the port area. Some people, a lot of the people were with us. Um, there's uh-huh. a lot of pictures and videos online of what it looked like and how many people, because it was also raining at this villa. So, so many people crammed in. How much credit did, um, did Carnival give you? It was $300 because, you know, to wrap the story up, we didn't get, I didn't get back on the boat until close to 9 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, with uh, not to be dramatic, but, you know, one little piece of chicken and no water, which was not fun for how much alcohol I was drinking. <laughs> so wow. do you think that they handled it as good as, it, you know, they could or what do you think? Um, I think in the moment it could have been handled a little bit better. Also, I just want to put it out there. Everything that I'm saying is nothing to do with Shiprocked or Ask For, which is the Shiprock team. Sure. It's horrible. So... I think it could have been handled a little bit better. I think the communication could have been a little bit better, but I also understand that a lot of us didn't have service, especially at the villa, even with international on my phone, uh-huh. I was barely getting any service. There was I, who I think was a carnival official trying to talk to us. But even then it was a lot of, he said, she said, there was no, like, this is what's going on. This is where we're going to like take you. This is when we're going to get back. I also don't blame them because it was very hard for our boat to come back in and dock at the other dock. It was very hard. So I understand. And I, I feel like those couple of weeks have been crazy with weather because yeah. the manager of the seas with Royal Caribbean had some crazy storms that I was seeing yeah. on TikTok as well. I think because of what I posted on TikTok, like you could see, it was dark out. So it was yeah. pretty late that night, but I posted it that night. And I just wanted to, you know, show the people on the boat what it looked like. I wasn't expecting it to gain as much traction. But then because I posted it, I've been getting just crazy cruise videos all for all that week. Oh, I yeah. Just, yeah. Algorithm. <laughs> I've been, I saw like, yeah, it was a lot of Royal Caribbean, like a lot of the rough water couldn't dock. But uh-huh. I respect I respect Royal Caribbean for not trying to dock instead of doing what Carnival did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it really was great. The weather was, it was a rough, it really was a rough week in the yeah. ocean, I would say. I haven't been, Joe, have you been on a ship that was rocky like that? I haven't, I haven't experienced that before. Yeah. Independence of the seas, like back in 2010, we went through a storm in the same spot going from like Belize back up to Miami. And it was, it was crazy. A cold front came through and it was, wasn't as bad as some of the ones that you're seeing now, but it was definitely, I don't get seasick. And I was getting, getting woozy on that, on that ship. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be really rough. I, I haven't ever experienced seasickness, but I know that when you're in an enclosed environment, it can be even more, more prone to it. So what'd you spend your $300 on Jamie? Um, <laughs> it was, it Just was, tab, right? I, I, so what I love at the end of the cruise is I love how they give you the sheet of everything you spent money on. I had about 
four or five fish bowls, uh, <laughs> a lot of beer. I already prepaid the Wi-Fi, so that doesn't count. <laughs> and then I had I spent about two seventy out of the credit, and then I took thirty dollars and I went to the casino and oh, I made some money. And you made money. Yeah. That's a win. Nice. <laughs> like I said, worth it was worth being in Jamaica for 12 hours. I like it. I like it. It was definitely worth it. Well, we're going to also talk about if you want to join us in this conversation. Did you know there's so many different kinds of themed cruises like that? So Shiprock. And then Joe, you were going to tell, tell me about um, the Norwegian one that's coming up. Maybe Jamie would be interested, but it's oh, the sixth, country, sixth, isn't it? Sixth Man. Well, oh, there's man. so Sixth Man is a different uh, type of event coordinator uh-huh. oh, <clears throat> and they okay. run all different kinds of, of uh, oh. group cruises from I don't know country. Anything about this, so tell yeah. Me. So they oh. run from country. They run, they have an EDM festival. They do a, like a nineties, a nineties cruise blues. They do a whole gamut of themed cruises and sixth man used to be an entity of its own. And during the pandemic, Norwegian actually bought them out. So now Norwegian runs them. They host the Hallmark Christmas Cruise, so oh. they're they're an entity of themselves of uh, Norwegian now. But they have some amazing cruises out there, and it's the same type of thing. When they post the um, country one, it sells out in a day or two. When they post the EDM ones, they sell out in uh, a day or two. The Hallmark Christmas one sold out so fast that they added a second cruise. So oh. it's really cool, and they're really well done. I wanted to ask Jamie a question about her group cruise. So you're on a rock or a metal cruise. How interactive do you get to get with the celebrities or the bands who are on board? You know, obviously it's with the boundaries of the band, but we're all in the same area. I have so many stories of bands that I have never even heard of and would end up becoming great friends with them just because we were drinking together. We were in the casino yeah, you get to interact with them basically as much as the bands want to interact. They're just out and about, and it's cool. Yeah, I've had the similar experience. So I did a um, Adam Carolla group cruise, which wasn't as big as a chartered boat, but he had a, a couple thousand people on this boat. And he was out walking around, and you got to meet him, and he was at the the sports bar at night, and it was really cool. And then I've done an 80s-themed cruise, and while that was just a bunch of cover bands and uh, different you know acts that way, it was really fun to be able to talk to them. They were hanging out in the crowds. And and so it's kind of nice when you think about a group cruise, it gives you an opportunity to meet some of the, possibly meet some of the, the bands that you're going on the ship to see because they are mixed in with what you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, you know, my first year, I remember there was a pretty big band that was on and they're the whole band. They had like cabins that were like maybe, 10 cabins away from mine. So I'd see them all the time, like (laughs) passing. And then we ended up becoming really good friends, you know, just because we were so close, but there's nothing like, you know, music festivals on cruises. There really isn't. Yeah. I think that, that these themed cruises are, are maybe not as well known too out there. Like I said, sixth man has them all the way from comedy to blues to everything you can think of. They have some sort of themed cruise for it. And I think it's really, really cool for someone who's a fan of a specific type of music or a specific type of interest to be able to find other people that they get along with and also kind of get a closer look at the bands and the people that are involved in those interests. Yeah. And I, I will say about Shiprocked is it's a family on that boat. <laughs> you know, there's people on that boat that have been going for 10 plus years and they will always go. 
And it's just a bunch of, you know, like you said, like like-minded people into the same thing. And I have friends for life now from all over the world at this point. It's, it's so cool. I will say that that does happen on normal cruises too. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would not know because I, I think I would be bored on a normal cruise given everything I've, I've done with ship rock. So. <laughs> it would definitely be a different experience, but uh, I think that's one of the things that I, I, I really love. I've been on 18 cruises and I love them so much. And every time I come off a cruise, I have new connections of people that I've met and I just, I love it. I think it's such a great way to travel. Yeah, it really is. Did you know that there's also naked cruises? I just like wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> they have swingers cruises too. So they have got, yeah, like full on swingers cruises. So they have they have everything. They have something out there for everyone. It's not just country music or blues or or death metal. <laughs> yeah, death metal or naked cruises. Whatever you want, Carnival and Norwegian and Royal Caribbean can make it happen. <laughs> and princess, let's not leave out princess. Oh, and princess. Okay, princess has a love boat themed cruise where the cast from the you know original nineteen seventies original love boat show is going to be on the princess cruise. I don't know if that's going to be your cup of tea, Jamie. This probably came out even before your mom was born. (laughs) Pretty close. Pretty close. close. Yeah. Princess has been offering some really good themed cruises too. They have this year, they're going to have a Jeff Corwin experience for, so for anyone who likes Jeff Corwin, you can go on and sail in Alaska with him. Uh, I noticed they just added a magic because they're partnering up with the Magic Castle. And now they've just organized a, ma- a magician's cruise or a magic cruise. Last year, they did one with the Mythbusters. So they did oh. a whole theme cruise with the Mythbusters. So they really have some cool ones. And like I said, I did the 80s themed one with them. They had comedy themed ones. And the theme cruises are just an extra way of making your cruise so much more special. Yeah. And um, the, the Spellbound... That's is the new was. thing that's on this going to be only on the Sun Princess, but I'm assuming it'll be popular, which is kind of like a next level um, escape room, like a one small little room that's really decked out for the magic. But then, then they have like actual actors that come in and participate in Spellbound. But I noticed that 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 cruises in November. But yeah, that- it's called the Magic Castles Conjurers Cruise. So it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's on their newest ship on the sun princess so on the sun princess yeah okay so another thing that's really neat that's kind of a different thing for 2024 is royal caribbean has the world cruise and it is quite the drama on tiktok jamie have you watched it um now that i see only cruises in my <laughs> algorithm yes i actually have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's with royal caribbean and at first the way i understand it so this is all i get my news about this via tiktok pretty much the way i understand it is they tried to sell the entire ship as a world cruise but they weren't able to sell every single cabin so they have broken it up so there's like a hierarchy almost like titanic where you've got like the top people and they have a Facebook group. This Facebook group is only if you're doing the full gamut of the cruise. And then there's the subgroups of like, you're only doing 22 days. Well, you're like a, you know, lesser passenger <laughs> on this <laughs> cruise jet. Have you seen that same thing, Jamie? I've seen a little bit. Um, I've <laughs> definitely seen how much people pay for this. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it really seems a little cutthroat. 
Yeah, it is. It's very expensive. I mean, I guess if you're on a ship for nine months or whatever, it's going to be expensive no matter what. Um, one thing that is something that I think a lot of people don't know. Did you know there's a morgue on every cruise ship? Because, you know, with that kind of um, that many people on board a ship, it's just going to happen that somebody might pass away. And that did just happen. I saw on TikTok that somebody on the world cruise did pass away. So that was sad. But that is something that a lot of people don't know is that there is a morgue on cruise ships. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's a crazy thing to think about. Actually, my family, uh, my parents were on a Norwegian cruise just last week, and she said somebody just a few doors down passed away, an older gentleman. Um, so it's just something that happens. Uh, one cruise person told me one time, it's just a common, somebody's kind of nose her at like kind of end of life type of thing. It's a common thing to want to take a cruise, like a kind of a last bucket list type of thing. So it's inevitable that it would happen on something like a world cruise. Uh, one thing that I have noticed that they still aren't sold out. So if you want to go on the world cruise, they haven't broken up into segments. Like it's all the way through August and you can do a cruise from Amsterdam or there's one that includes Japan. They really are going all over the world. And then you could meet these infamous people <laughs> that, are, <laughs> that are sharing all of the drama on TikTok. It, it's interesting to me that that they tried to seg or sell it that it wasn't a segmented cruise because if you look at Azamara and a couple of the other lines that do world cruises, mm -hmm. they have 155 day, 183 day. They have these really long world cruises, right. but all of them sell them in segments too because right. it's not you're not going to fill up a ship with people that could do a six or nine month cruise. <laughs> so they segment them out. The advantage to booking the full cruise is your your fares are more inclusive because they know now you're living on there for nine months so you're not paying the same daily gratuity rate you're not paying the same internet rate they're including more of those in the rates as compared to when you segment it down to a 21 day cruise sure. you're basically paying for a 21 day cruise just right. like you would any other consumer right well, I think um, when they get done with this, we should have a world cruiser come on board and really tell us all of their secrets and like what happened behind the scenes. Or really, it's kind of all in front of the scenes because everybody's putting it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we, sh we should sign up and go in the last segment. <laughs> right. And I, when I was on board the Icon with the media one, they actually, the executives started talking about this and said, when do you guys think this will become a reality TV show? <laughs> <laughs> And I really think it almost is playing out like a reality TV show already. But I could totally see that being the next big show people want to watch <laughs> the, um, with, you know, fake people. But but it could be real. It could be real. They could just follow them around with cameras. That's what they do. I would have watched it. I, I <laughs> I'm so invested now. I spend so much on TikTok now. I, I would watch it. I really would. Right. That it, I feel like that this has become a new way that people are going to do news about cruises because I also saw one where Norwegian was skipping Antarctica and there's a lady that's just all up in arms on TikTok and it's getting so many views. But to be fair to Norwegian, this ship was never going to dock in Antarctica. It was just going to sail by the islands and the um I don't, re I don't know what the reason was. I'm assuming they don't just piss people off for no reason. You know, <laughs> it wasn't like a, I think that's something everybody doesn't understand to a certain extent is that these cruise lines, you know, they want you to be a happy 
customer. They want you to come back. Like repeat business is always the cheapest form of marketing. You will always want repeat, repeat clients. So they, they're going to do what they can to make people happy. And it is kind of is what it is. But if you want to go to Antarctica, don't go on Norwegian. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion is you want to go on more of an expedition type cruise. If you're actually wanting to experience Antarctica. I watched that lady's TikTok series because yeah. I was curious about like, well, what happened? Why are they skipping, you know, the sale by? Cause I, I already knew the same thing. Like you're saying, it was just a sale by. And her biggest argument is that she's saying Norwegian made this decision before the cruise even left. And it wasn't weather, but she was saying that they're trying to do fuel consumption savings. So they were making that assumption as the passenger side, the cruise line wasn't answering any of their, or the cruise staff on board was not answering any of their questions, except for to say that, well, this was made a a decision that was made in Miami. We did not make this decision. So it was, there was like mutiny (laughs) on on board. So then I think Norwegian had a second instance where they were having to skip some stops in the red sea. And then they just did like a democracy. They put, uh, they put cards out and had everybody on the ship vote where they wanted to go instead of just telling them that it was canceled. So they gave them a couple options and then they did like a vote to see where their next stop would be. I've never heard of such a thing. That's amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, in, in one hand, right. They learned from the experience in the Antarctica and the Red Sea, those areas could be a big draw to why people go. So then right. instead of just canceling it, they gave people options. And I think that made them happy. Interesting. They learning from their from their experiences. I'm not going to say mistakes because I don't know if it was a mistake or not. They're learning from their TikTok their experiences and from following their passengers on TikTok. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll <laughs> listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, I like I said, I was not expecting my TikTok to go as crazy as it did. So I'm just. I'm just putting that out there. I just, I felt like I needed to say that. I did not want Carnival to see that. I'm sure they did. I'm sure it got sent in so many emails. I just wanted to just show everybody what happened. No, I'm I mean, glad, I thought I'm glad it led me here at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is fun. And I like hearing about different experiences because you just never know what will happen on a cruise. You don't know what's going to happen in travel in general. And I mean, honestly, that's just kind of an adventurous spirit to go. You know, on something like Shiprocked, I think that's really cool. And that you are going to the next thing. I mean, now when something else happens, you'll be like, well, whatever. Last time this happened. I mean, it's all part of all part of a travel story. And that's kind of, you know, also the theme of our podcast to tell about different um, trips that people took or can take or new things that are in travel. And I think that is um, totally normal. I mean, that is that is also just part of travel is that things happen and exactly it makes for a better story it makes <laughs> i'm the best kfc chicken i've ever had I'm the best kfc now you know all about kfc in jamaica now that's what i want <laughs> and coleslaw leah likes coleslaw yeah i, I love kfc's coleslaw. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had it oh my gosh it's my favorite <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks for listening to our second podcast ever. And I hope you subscribe. You can follow us on YouTube, Vincent Vacations, Facebook, Vincent Vacations, and also on TikTok, Vincent Vacations. And I want to say thank you for joining us today. Jamie, can you let us know how we can follow you? 
Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Um, so my Instagram and TikTok are both the same. It's j.lee13 on both. So J-A-Y dot L-E-I-G-H 13. Perfect. And Joe, thanks for joining us. He is one of um, our team members at Ventivacations. Joe, let us know how we can follow you. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can just email me at joe at vincentvacations.com. Perfect. And thank you to our listeners. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me and our team on any of the social platforms at Vincent Vacations. We are active on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Thanks for watching and listening. <laughs>